In the words of Safety Suit, these times will try hard to define me. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Episode 148, FMC Run Chicago Chapter 19, 16 weeks to the race. I'm Pete, and with me is my buddy Dave, and we are two middle-aged dads on a journey to make sure our kids have the best <laughs> lives possible. Because <laughs> I know we're not doing the job. <laughs> the weekly downgrade of our journey. <laughs> well, dude, this... This injury stuff, oh, well, we'll get into it. How are you, man? How I'm, are you? I'm catching my breath. I'm doing good. I've been running around like a madman today. And uh, we just got home from uh, Bray's first summer conditioning football program. So we came home. I made him dinner. And I rushed downstairs for our nighttime edition of our, re- yeah. our, our recording. But uh, I'm glad we worked it out. So uh, I'm sure people are anxiously awaiting our updates yeah well i mean i typically release tuesday most of the time yeah sometimes i'll put it out there on monday like if i i don't know i I really have no rhyme or reason to what i do that's okay and so we uh we couldn't record this morning which was fine i mean things happen like i said this is a hobby at best and you know we're just having a chat so anytime we can get that done Sounds good to me. Yeah, so, man. Glad we were able to make it happen. I, I was. I was. Uh, how, go ahead. I was going to go through withdrawal from my weekly Pete conversation. <laughs> your your uh, not so therapy session. Yeah, well, you know, I just I was at practice with Ferka, so I've I've just been bombarded with two hours of nonstop talking so it's nice to actually get a word in edgewise oh poor fair <laughs> no i wow. just told her the one guy sitting next to us he moved about 30 minutes into practice <laughs> 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 which i thought was kind of funny <laughs> oh that's great how was uh how was your father's day you know what i we had a great day uh there's i hate going to the movies i don't know if we ever talked about that but I, I, I hate the movie theater. Why? Um, I don't like people. And um, you there, but but I mean they're mostly silent and it's dark. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I've never liked movies. I don't go. I think the last movie I saw was like Hobbit One with uh, Ferka, and I didn't read the books or the trilogy or anything, so I know nothing about the Hobbit. Um, but wait a minute, wait a minute. So you don't like going to movies? So you pick. Like a three-hour epic? No, listen, Pete, you're married, right? <laughs> Sometimes you need to store points in the husband bank. So I was trying to score points in the husband bank, and we went to this movie. I had no, I didn't know anything about it, and then I realized it was like a bunch of hobbits or a bunch of like little people, and they green-screened Rudy into a hobbit, and all I can think about is how they ruined Rudy through the whole movie and it was a disaster but I earned some husband points and uh, Bray the other day said he wanted to go see Maverick with me for Father's Day so how do I turn that down so I found a 915 showing for Maverick at our local theater it was eight dollars a ticket so the three of us went to see Maverick then we went out to eat at a uh, new local Indian restaurant and then uh, we kind of hung out for the afternoon and just relaxed. And then Braden and I went to throw at night. And it was just a very peaceful, calm family day that was awesome. That's great. So the so the last movie you saw was a decade ago yep. in the theater, yep. literally. Literally. I, I think that's like 2012 is when yeah, literally that came I out. I have not seen a movie since then. 
And, and movies are Braden and Ferka. They already have five movies they want to see for the summer, and I will not go to one of them. Wow. That's their thing. Um, so before I get to your review of the movie, uh, for those that don't know, when Dave said Rudy, he meant actor Sean Astin, <laughs> who is who is actually a runner. He is. Sean Astin is a runner. He's been on many a running podcast. He has. So, one of my favorite. Marathon Training tra- was, Marathon Training Academy in particular. Yep. I was just going to say my favorite interview with him is Marathon Training Academy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you could check out an interview that I had with Trevor from Marathon Training yep. Academy in an earlier episode. And he, Sean Aston and I uh, ran Dopey the same year. Ah, nice. Yeah. All right, so what's the review of, of Maverick? You know what? I didn't really have high expectations for the movie because I do not like Tom Cruise. I will say that. Top Gun, the original, was a life-changing movie when I saw it. And I'm not going to do any big spoiler alerts. Have you seen Maverick? No. So, I, I won't. I won't go see that. No. So when the movie, it basically is the same movie, right? It's just a 2022 version of the same movie with upgraded planes, and after I calmed myself down after 35 minutes of previews before the movie started, they, the movie starts out exactly the same. Like the same intro, the sunset, and like the, um, like the uh, choreography of the plane and the people on the carrier deck, the exact same graphic style. And it really got me like I teared up, not like bawling, but I got all emotional because it took me back to sitting with my buddy Heath at the Old Orchard movie theaters in 1984, I think it was. And it really was like an emotional moment that I've never really gotten from a movie before. And I just thought that was really cool. The like first half of the movie, I'm like, this is just the same. And then the sec- the second half of the movie, by the time the movie ended, I was all bawling and crying and like emotional. And I thought they did a super job of playing homage to the characters and the original story and didn't try and mess anything up. Like I thought they did really good with it. Like, it wasn't like a cheesy, you know, like Iron Eagle 4. Like, we've just messed up the whole original story, and I think they did a great job. And uh, Val Kilmer, is that how you pronounce his last name? He's really sick in real life and can't speak. So I thought they did a great job of incorporating him and respecting him in some way in that movie. Nice. Yeah. So I think the original is 19... 1986 if i'm not mistaken it could be i'd have to Um, google it but i was right back there and it was like an emotional that first like like dun dun of the original soundtrack and it was awesome i was really impressed with it yeah well i mean i only say that just because i feel like 86 was like one of those pivotal years from like you know like we graduated in 89 both of us did yes so 86 is like such a pivotal year with so many so many things that happen. Yeah, you're correct. It's 86. Um, uh, so it just kind of sticks in my mind like there. And so it, is that the last time you enjoyed a movie experience was like 1986? Um, I mean, I saw more movies. Like I saw New Jack City and Time Bandits. Um, New Jack City, not the right. City. Those are the movies I went to. I think I saw Boys in the Hood in the movie theater. Yeah, I got some crazy New Jack City stories. I don't know if I'll go into it in this podcast, but um, well, we probably should skip. Yeah, those. I'll skip those. But um, <laughs> yeah, like since Ferka, I think maybe Ferka and I have seen three movies together, and we've been together wow. twenty years. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. 
Sorry to disappoint yeah, you, movie fans. Now, I love documentaries on my couch on the big screen. I can watch documentaries and stuff like that all day long, but movies I just don't get. You know, it's, so it's interesting because I'm the same way, and I need to I, – I realize I say that's interesting a lot. Anyway. 100%. Uh, like, there's a drinking game when I say 100%, so. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, – I'm not a huge – movie person and i'm also more or less with with very few exceptions i'm more or less like a one and done on a movie Mm -hmm. like i'll see it and i don't need to watch it again so when people are throwing out a million quotes from movies like a lot of times like i don't get it because i watched the movie once like if it stuck out fine or if it became part of the lexicon you know of uh life but other than that, like, that's it. Yeah, and Gretchen and I went and saw the latest Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't even know what that I'll... is. <laughs> Marvel. Yeah, forget it's about that. Superhero forget stuff. it. So, I don't have that kind of uh, imagination, right? Yeah, this one. T- <laughs> this one's going to take you into imagination. Yeah, see, I like, can't. I, I don't play like documentaries. I love documentaries, but like Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica. All like the Farrakis a big sci-fi person. I just don't get it. Like, come on. I I read a lot of comic books in my life, so I mean I like this stuff overall, but I don't have to watch it a million times. Whereas Gretchen will watch them over mm-hmm. and over and over. Yeah, Farrakis the same. Uh, and I'm not. I'm just not that. Yeah, maybe that person. But Total I, Recall I may have seen in the movie theater. Ooh. Yeah, like nice. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Maybe back then. But now, Definitely. forget about it. Yeah, we we will go see some of the Marvel movies in theaters, and maybe a few other things. And I'll, Michaela really likes going, so I'm sure we'll take her to the new Pixar one, Lightyear. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll take her to see that. Um, and you know, I also don't understand why movies have to be so loud. Right, there, it's See. like an obnoxious noise level that they play movies in, right? I, I got twenty speakers above my head. It doesn't need to be on three thousand. You can put it on one hundred, right? Like I, 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 my body doesn't I, I need know. to vibrate when the music plays. Okay, so I think that's somewhat of a difference, maybe in the types of movies we're seeing. Like Maverick, I could see being. With all those jets, like it's going to be rumbling, just like loud. the original. Top Even Gun, like the right? previews like it, was like obnoxiously loud, and it was a small yeah, theater. Small. I was in row G, so however, whatever number letter that is in the alphabet, we were in the last row, right? And this thing was oh wow, that's a really tiny. Yeah, it was blaring, obnoxiously loud, like your body would vibrate. Even for like the uh, little popcorn thing, don't turn your phone off. Be nice. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> Did you at least get some movie theater popcorn, or is that a no go for you? Or for what? sure, we got popcorn. Oh, Our, okay, initially, good. we were going to get because we went to a nine fifteen show. We were going to get the popcorn on the way out and bring it home. And Brain's like, no, nah, we're at a movie. We're getting popcorn. I'm like, let's do Heck it. Yeah. yeah. So we did. Brain's got it right. Yeah, but I don't like the sharing part. Like the well, he was in the like why would you, why would you share? Well, because well, my wife is like, well, if you get a large, it's only a dollar more. I'm like, well, then we all got to huh. dig into the same bucket, get three freaking popcorns. It's Thank once in ten years that I'm going to a movie theater. I want my own popcorn. <laughs> you should have gotten your own popcorn. For, I mean, it was Father's Day. She wouldn't even get you your own popcorn. Yeah, was, yeah you know, it, wow. it's only a dollar more. First Dick. time I've been disappointed in Paradise uh, right now. Tint. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the uh popcorn is like such a a key part i mean the the part the sharing part j- just gets it's bad like when you accidentally reach to the wrong side and get in the stranger's popcorn which i've done that's <laughs> that's a little awkward but yeah and brace sits you know, in the they, middle so then he now he's annoyed because Farrakh and i keep reaching in like Bray can eat like four kernels of popcorn he was like oh that was delicious i'm done i need like a second and third bucket right <laughs> oh yeah i mean 
my my handfuls that go in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, I just girls. took the bucket out of Bray. I'm like, take what you want. The rest is mine. Or bring a baggie with you, right? Uh, and then you can fill up a little baggie if you want to get the the I'll call it the Jewish bucket and get the popcorn. <laughs> Right, I it's my tribe, Pete. You, you it's my that. tribe. I can say it. Don't send me any emails. <laughs> wow. uh, I, I'll just say the economical choice. <laughs> okay. Bucket. Well, that's more politically correct, but I could say it. Uh, it's my tribe. Nice. Well, I'm glad that you had a good day and that you got some some popcorn, even though you had to share it with your sweaty palmed yeah wife and, and kid yeah and uh i got some great indian food so yeah which was nice. nice they had a ton of options for uh my celiac vegan kid so he had a well sure had a, i mean that's like three quarters of the menu yeah, yeah. it's indian even on his well. instagram page right giving them a shout out to how good the food was so oh, there you go wow. how was your day it was it was good you know it was much much more laid back or low key, I think, than yours. My older kids couldn't be up here with me, which you know, it's it's just that time, right? These these kids are busy, they're working, they're doing stuff. Uh, I'll be with them soon, a uh, week and a half or so. I'll be down there with them, and I can't wait. Uh, got, but you know, get good, nice texts from them, and talk to my son. So that was good. We uh, went out to breakfast. It's my I don't know why breakfast out is like my favorite, but I absolutely just love breakfast yeah. out. I love somebody else. Like diner breakfast or like, yeah, like we don't yeah. have real breakfast places like there are in Chicago, like an, an Ann Sather or like Walker Brothers or something. We don't have anything yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, this is just a little local, it's called Lamont Street Cafe. It's just Perfect. a local uh, little tiny breakfast spot. That's got all everything you would expect to be on the menu, mm-hmm. right? And they just they make a good egg. And I, to me, I'm if you tell me that you like to cook, the first thing I would ask you to do is make me an egg. Yeah, that's the first thing I'd ask you to Those, do because the, to me that's the most talented guys in the kitchen are the breakfast cooks. Like if yeah. you work breakfast, you had serious culinary skills, right? I hated. Yeah working brunches i worked brunch at commander's commander's palace oh one of my favorite it places that was have brunch in the world brutal like you have to be on your game to work brunch or like slinging eggs and hash you are legit oh. culinary skills yeah yeah so i mean that's what we did we went out that's we went out to breakfast and just kind of ended up spending some you know some time together um we uh, ended up getting pizza for dinner from Aurelio's. Okay. I just felt like pizza. That was that was really what I what I felt like. So that's really what we had. I, I mean, we didn't really eat in between because we kind of ate like a mid morning breakfast. And you know, breakfast is big. It's pro- got a ton of protein. Mm-hmm. When you get eggs, you know, I had eggs, bacon. Uh, so you know, tons of protein. So I was able to kind of just kind of lay around. I mean, we just we didn't do much. I mean, unfortunately, with my injury, I'm just not doing as much. Um, I mean, I've picked up a little bit doing some work around the house and stuff. But, you know, it's just been a little bit different. Saturday, we had been out a lot. Um, we went to a fishing derby. I saw a picture. On Saturday. So I haven't fished. And forever, like since I was probably in my late teens, early 20s was probably the last time I picked up a fishing pole, uh, I think. I, I if, if it was something in between, I don't remember it. And I don't know anything about it. I don't know how to rig a, a line or whatever you call it. I, I don't know anything about it. But my uh, uh, Gretchen's uh, cousin, uh, he was, uh, well, I guess it's her cousin's husband technically uh ted he he was organizing uh these fishing derbies he works for uh like the department of natural resources i think uh, and it was kind of fun you know like we went out there and just it was a beautiful day it was like 75 and sunny mm-hmm. 
a couple former NFL players were out there uh, just kind of hanging out, you know, with some of the kids. And she didn't catch anything, but she learned how to cast. And that was fun. And then, you know, we just kind of spent the day outside. It made me actually want to try, you know, I had fishing on my 50 at 50. And now, you know, it's on my 60 by 60 to like go real fishing Mm -hmm. sometime. But we're going to start with uh, just, I bought a cheap rod over at like Dick's, uh, or no, at Bass Pro Shop. Mm -hmm. uh, Because we stopped there for a few things. And I bought one and and trying to, you know, I'm going to figure it out. I have to watch a YouTube video on how to rig it or whatever. But I'll do that. And her and I will just go out to some ponds around here. And my parents live right on a pond we could fish in. Awesome. You know, we'll just catch and release. So we're going to give it a try, which is kind of fun. But, you know, it's just nice being outside. And then we went to a little town called Oswego. Sure. And just kind of looked at some antiques and hung out. Nice. Then we went the other way and stopped at Costco. <laughs> you know, just kind of had a good Saturday. The Saturday was, I think, a little more adventurous. Honestly, Sunday, I, I don't know why. I mean, it was literally yesterday, and I'm just drawing a blank on on much. I mean, my my hip was bothering me. Yeah. So, I mean, with the, maybe the time on my feet on Saturday, I, went, I have gone for a bike ride. I've tried some walks, and it just seems if I spend too much time either doing anything or on my feet, like it still bothers me. Yeah. The doctor gave me the diagnosis of an inflamed bursa. So bursitis. Um, and I believe that's what it's called. Either way, it's re- rest is the remedy. Yeah. I mean, I could put a, a topical cream on there. It'll help take some of that swelling down at times, but you know, you got to use that a few times a day. And Did he give you a timeline of rest or tell you that, hang it up you're not running chicago he told me to wait a week till i ran that's not too bad um you know but it had already been two weeks right. when i saw him right so that's three weeks total and it was still bothering me yesterday today is the first day i will tell you i've gone through so i was gonna run today the doctor advised like take take a day like if you had pain yesterday just take a day an extra day and uh i did but today was the first time i could say that i didn't have pain in the hip at all well there you go that just tells you to take a day or two so i may try then tomorrow that's kind of my goal i would like to try to get a small run in tomorrow see where i'm at because with 16 weeks to go i don't have a lot of a lot of leeway yeah. here you wouldn't want to wait till wednesday and you know just to give it that extra day you know i Maybe I'm going to see what it and feels look, like. I'm, you know, I'm I, dumb. I would go out there too tomorrow. I'm just trying to yeah, be. I, <laughs> I mean, a week was today. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw him a week ago today. So I, I took the full week off. And I think because of that, I feel better about trying tomorrow mm-hmm. just to see what happens. I mean, I'm not going to go super, uh, you know, maybe I'll try to get out there for 30 minutes, probably not worry about mileage, but just more about minutes. Um, probably should run this by Coach Holly Ann, but I'm sure she'll be fine with it. Uh, but I think I'm going to give it a go. And then, you know, I've got the bikes now tuned, tuned up and ready to go. Well, the road bike isn't. I took the road bike out and the tire blew yeah. uh, right away. So uh, I've got to replace that tire. In the meantime, I'm on the hybrid, which is probably better anyway. Because sure. even two minutes, three minutes on that road bike, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I remember what it's like. You know, you're in that crouch position a long time. So I think I'll just use the more comfort hybrid bike and we'll we'll give that more of a go. But I took a nice little six mile ride and felt pretty good. I mean, I had a little pain, mm-hmm. especially later. So I don't know, man, like I, it's been it's been weighing on me more now. Like I was pretty upbeat about it at first, but I will say it's been it's been weighing, weighing on me. And I've had some anxiety the last week or so oh just over that or other stuff you know i can't tell you like unfortunately for for this stuff it just kind of comes on right and and i could tell you in the past when i've had these kinds of bouts with anxiety it's quickly followed by a pretty wicked bout of depression Mm -hmm. which i'm really trying to yeah yeah yeah. so today i was purposefully more active doing stuff around the house 
and just trying to stay positive. Like I still have plenty of time. Like I didn't lose all my fitness here. I lost a lot yeah, of it, but I didn't lose but all you, of it. I mean, maybe you lost a small single digit percentage, but in two or three days that comes back. In, in either way though, it's not about, it's only about the race just because I'm committed to the race, right? right? I'm actually, I'm not even worried like that I won't run Chicago. Like that's not, my my worry now is more of, I won't be able to get back into a rhythm and a, and a process like where I was, right? Like I was just, I wasn't a machine, but man, I was doing my work. Right. It's like I was getting stuff done. Uh, and I'll tell you the other piece of that, right, is and we talked about it last show, but it's been even more so this week for whatever reason. Maybe it's because I did try doing a few activities, right? But my body, I think, felt like, oh, wait a minute, you're moving again? <laughs> we should eat more. Yeah. Seriously, dude, we should eat more. Yeah. And you know that that sugar stuff? That sounds really good right now. You should you should get some more. Yeah, of that. here's a zinger. It's been it has been a real, real struggle. Here's the odd part. My weight is pretty much maintained. I'm up like a pound. Mm-hmm. But given the volume of what I feel like I'm eating, I'm surprised it wasn't more. But what I realized and what I was, Gretchen and I were talking about is that my volume overall has just gone down. So I, can't, I just can't eat as much as I right. used to. Right? The other part of that is... That I am, I'm thinking about it still. So I'm trying not to just get completely blown up. And I haven't stopped getting on the scale. I use the scale as a backstop when I'm in a good place with that part. Right. Right. So I try not to let it, like, even seeing it go up a pound, who cares, right? If it was up five pounds, now I would know, uh uh-oh. I've either got to do something about this or it's going to be 10 and no no time flat. So I'm really trying to do that and, you know, just in general, just kind of keep moving. I think that the worst part of it is even though the scale says I'm about the same, I feel flabbier mm-hmm. because I'm not, I don't have the activity, right? Like I was starting to get some tone, uh, which I haven't seen in a long time, like on the legs and stuff because it was consistent, right? And I was feeling good, and I was feeling like, oh, I fit in my clothes and all that. And and I just started feeling like, oh, I'm not. And I actually had gone about, about five days without stepping on the scale. And then my I started feeling like, gosh, I don't, like I feel flabbier, right? And I decided, all right, I'll get on the scale. And I'm like, oh, it's only a pound up. That's not terrible. Let's, let's get on top of it, right? And... I don't know. That's kind of just where I'm at. Like, so it's just been a little bit of a more of a rough go of mm-hmm. it overall than I had been having. So my my plan this week is to just be more active around the house. Start trying to run. If I can't run, try to walk. If I can't walk, make sure I'm biking more because I'm going to throw biking into the mix anyway now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I can't do any of those, get back to the doctor. Yeah. Just don't delay it. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of my 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 week yeah. <laughs> overall. But other than, has your normal routines been the same? Like, you, like coming back, like you've had the migraine, which was difficult. Then you had the hip. Have you been able to maintain most of what you've accomplished physically, like mentally? Is it is it harder mentally than it is physically? Does that make sense? Like for the old habits that you, yeah, like right the now, old definitely. habits that you brought and you changed and you were in like yeah. this zenith of this is what I want to do. Have you been able to maintain most of that? I, I I think the way I would say there is somewhat, like I feel like it's holding on by a thread mm-hmm. at this point. And 
I have let a few of the habits just kind of start to trail off, but that's kind of what I'm trying to recapture more of this week, right? So I kind of let the mindfulness trail off. I let the reading trail off. The strength I kind of let trail off because I was doing more just rehab kind of things, right? Um, And that's not an excuse. That has to be in addition and I've had to really pick up more with Michaela with yeah. summer vacation. And now she doesn't have swim, so it's just us. And you're still doing the schoolwork. That's yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that and that picks up even more this week. So because swim's not there, now I, I have to introduce this kind of next piece for her sure. for the schoolwork. So I mean it's it's a few hours in the morning uh, of doing that. Part of the problem that I was having is actually she was kind of staying up in her room longer, just relaxing, watching TV, playing, whatever, being a kid, mm-hmm. right? And I don't want to stop that. It's so important that she's sure. a kid, right? Uh, but I've got to get a better balance for myself. So I've started just getting her down to breakfast a little earlier, which she doesn't mind, right? So we can get that work done and then she can go about her day. And today was a, the first day with that and we did it. And I'm like, look, you you got up, you had breakfast, we did the schoolwork, you got in your little play small pool in the backyard and did that for hours, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, then you got out, I made you a lunch. Uh, we went to, to my parents' house so she could see them and see her little baby cousin, you know, and then, you know, came home. She got back in the pool and I said, see how much more you got to do yeah. when you're not laying around. And I think it started to click in her little brain. So it was, that was nice. I mean, the only thing today that was tough is I got tired I, and probably because I was doing a lot right. more, right? So I got tired and I didn't want to cook. So we left it up to Michaela where we would go. And after telling her no to McDonald's, um, see what I'm about to say next I know I'm pretty sure Oak Miller does not listen to our podcast, but just in case, do not call DCFS on me, Oak. But my child chose Arby's for dinner, so <laughs> uh, I I was I took her there for the first time. I don't know a few weeks ago, and there's a connection in our family. My dad worked at an Arby's. Yeah. For you know, when he was younger, and so like growing up, Arby's was a big deal and a treat, mm-hmm. you know. And it was much different roast beef back then. Yeah. Um, but she wanted Arby's tonight, so that's where we go. Not a lot of great choices yeah, at yeah. Arby's. We just that's a good sandwich, took... though. It, it is, and, and I had one, one of my it, best friends. He he developed a sauce for Arby's. I don't know if they still have it or what it was, but he was a uh, he's a um, like a, a chef developer for corporations and wow. at one of his gigs, he works for another corporate uh, corporation now, but one of his developments was one of their sauces that on a new sandwich they debuted. Wow. But I could, That's back cool. in the day, five for five, I could put down like 25. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was explaining to. So I, I said to uh, Gretchen, I'm like, look, I know like, what we've eaten tonight isn't great, right? And I will tell you that she had never had an Arby's shake, and I think Arby's makes one of the better fast food shakes. Yeah. And this time of year, they have orange cream. Mm. So we all did take a sip out of the orange cream shake. Nice. Didn't get the big one. Got a smaller one. You know, I to me, that's a victory. But I told her, I said, what I used to do back in the day is I would get two regular Arby's and the potato cakes that they used to yeah. have which they don't have anymore. So I'd have that, the potato cakes, a large Coke, and a large... Back then, you could get a black cow shake. Yeah. And I'd get a large black cow shake. When they got rid of those, I got the large Jamocha shake. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, my... You know, it... You go, I'm sorry. No, I was just... It, it, I, I'm like, it, it was a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, my... All that bread. Whew. Yeah, one of my, my best... Who, the same guy who I've mentioned like four times already today. He lived on off of Dempster in Morton Grove and there is a Burger King and Arby's uh Irving's hot dog and uh, like a Greek diner that we used to go to all the time like 
you know, Greek diners is the best drunk food around. But we would always eat Burger King, Arby's, and just mash some food back in the day. That's probably why um, I told you today I'm the heaviest that I've ever been recorded. But uh, that's probably why I'm tipping the scales is my 25 sandwiches or late night drunk pizza (laughs) at the Village Inn in Skokie. (laughs) Yeah, Village Inn. Oh, some good pizza. They're chicken fingers at the Village Inn. Yeah, well, we we used to go drink there and then wait till last call and then... We were there so much, the bartender would give us all the leftover pizza for free, and then we just nice. go and mash a bunch of bar pizza <laughs> and continue nice. our Stroh's 30-pack. <laughs> Stroh's. Nice. We had to get Stroh's because yeah, it came in 30 cans, not 24. That's right. That's right. We just, oh, I, I'm ashamed of what we drank, but that's okay. Ham's. Um, from the land of sky blue waters, whatever was in the biggest box. Right there, you go. That's what we usually ended up with. That's why we're friends. Not gonna, that's <laughs> the. Uh, but anyway, my my eating has been off and on, but my volume is down, so I'm maintaining. There that was go. the the crux of it. But you said you stepped on the scale. It was heartbreaking. What, like what drove that? Um, like what drove you to even do it? Our conversation last week of you know being accountable. Knowledge is power. Like, I had no idea what I weighed. And, you know, I had asked you to ask me what it was and be accountable. And I knew that this morning, now tonight, that we would get on this podcast and conversation. And at some point, you'd be like, hey, Dave, how much you weigh today? Like, or what would you do today? <laughs> and uh, I got on the scale, and it's I am 51 years old, and it's the heaviest ever recorded i don't know if it's the heaviest i've ever weighed but knowing an actual and seeing a number on a scale it's the heaviest i've ever been in 51 years so is that motivating to you does it hurt mentally does it drive bad thoughts like what's going on you know i had about 30 seconds of what the heck what am i doing like poopy patty pity party and then it really was that moment of I'm at the fork in the road, right? Like there's no, I'm 51 years old. I'm on one medication for blood pressure on the lowest dose of that. And I weigh, the scale said I weighed 312 pounds, 312.2 pounds at 51. So right now I'm really lucky that I'm only on one medication. I'm still pretty healthy. I've gone through extensive cardiac testing that all came out good. But in a year, two years, three years, that can go way in the other direction. And it really, in an instant, once I got past the poopy patty party for myself, in an instant, it really changed the focus of everything, right? I went to three grocery stores today. I did a massive food prep today. There's a gazillion things in my fridge. And I could not anymore make excuses and reasons for myself and not acknowledge the fact that I weigh 312 pounds, right? Like, I don't feel sorry for myself. I created it. I was, my Facebook memory came up from last year. And I want to say, oh, my, uh, I, I do chronometer, which is like a MyFitnessPal. And Ferka asked me if um, I had heard of that because my annual subscription just came up and she saw a charge for it. She didn't know what it was. So I, I looked at that today after I got on the scale and I went back in my history to update my weight to 312 and my weight on this day last year was 255. Ooh. Right? That's a that's a that's a big that, day. And you know what that is? That's a bunch of excuses, a bunch of laziness and um 
a lot of alcohol and a lot of doing nothing. And that can't happen because the day after Father's Day is a great reminder of what are your priorities, right? Yeah. And now, as much as my kid is my priority, I'm not going to see my kid accomplish anything if I don't drastically change the last year of my life because if I can go that far off the rails in one year, if I compound that by another year, I'm in a totally different story medically. And it just, it can't happen. Right? So like Baltimore is, it's not really a focus anymore. It is. But now I need to get my shit together. If you need to put the E on the on the podcast, but I never, I, I knew I gained weight, and I knew I was heavy, like I can feel it. But I did, I had no idea. Lying to yourself, you can you could go pretty far lying to yourself, and now like the truth is out there. Like to me, whether I I announce it to you the you know our 14 listeners as we like to kid about but the truth is there to me that if i can go that far off the rails in one year at 51 55 60 65 it's a it's a thousand times harder to fix the problem yeah well and it's also it's one data point right which a hundred percent right like you brought up how you're only on one med i'm on three right uh four really um so it's your size is not directly proportional to your health however to your point at some it it will catch up to you yes which is inevitable there's very few people who are 80 and 312 pounds yes And there's a reason yes. that that's the case. And that's, so, and that's where the fork in the road, like I had a conversation with my mom who, um, when we come to Chicago, she can't really do anything with us physically for multiple reasons. But now I'm at that fork in the road, right? My dad is, he passed away when he was 75. I don't want to be there at 75. And God willing, Braden is married and has kids one day. I don't want my I don't want to tell my grandkids that, hey, I can't go to the zoo with you because way back in the day, I was doing a podcast with my friend Pete. And I weighed 312 pounds and I didn't do anything about it. Right. That's a stark reality check. And the like fork in the road. Right. Pick your path. Right. Yeah, and, and I think it's important to remember, too, that it's a, it's a snap. You look at two snapshots in time. It's important to learn from the past. Yes. It will help shape a better future. But expecting that, quick math, 57 pounds to come off in the next year. No. What? Isn't necessarily, it's not realistic, right? And you and I know that. And I think that the biggest loser mentality we often see on Instagram posts, like we want to see massive changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I am much more impressed with the person who weighs 312 now and next year at this time weighs 302, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't be great it, if they were 288 or 252. I'm just saying that incremental change is easier to is easier to do. I mean, you probably have 10 or 15 pounds just of pure bloat, right? True. So that'll come off. And, that, and that, I, that'll come I'm off. not even worried about the scale. The scale, like you said, is a data point, and it's a flag, right? Like whoop whoop. whoop. Right. The sirens are going off. This is a weekly test of the emergency broadcast system. Hey, you've been talking about all this stuff four months now on this podcast. You started out well. You went through your dilemma. Whatever the last year has, 
acknowledge it, respect it of what it's done, it's take its toll, and start actually making the steps to reverse it. And it's not going to happen overnight, but step one is putting food in the house, right? I'm not, I, there's vegetables in my house, there's a ton of fruit, I have it here. Step two is you have to take that food, right? Pull the second plate out. When I make brain dinner, pull the second plate out, put the same thing on my plate that I put on his plate. I have to pay for a gym membership so I can take Braden to the gym, go to the gym, right? It's just, it's that sign that says, hey, moron, right? Talk is cheap. You, you, you have to do something. Step one, right? Step two will come. Step three will come. But unless you make step one and truly acknowledge that I weigh 312 pounds, that's unbelievable. Like it, it never crossed my mind. Like in my mind, I'm like 260, right? Same story that every person with a weight problem, you know, by Farrakh and I watch my 600 pound life all the time. They always say, well, I thought I was like 250, right? I, in that same person who thought that ah, I'm like 260, 270, sure, I gained some weight. I didn't realize that I went from 255 to 312 in a year. That's scary. But it's not scary that it will put me in in the funk. It's scary that the fork is in the road and it's you got to make a decision, Dave, because your yeah. choice is A or B and now really what happens is on you. I I believe in all that. The the only other thing I'm going to say is I, and you know this stuff, right? I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying anything you, you don't know. But as a friend, I think it's important that we're always reminding each other there may be other underlying reasons mm-hmm. to where, why you're at where you're at, right? And continue to think about possibly talking to those therapists. That's 100%. Finding way. I'm with you. I'm with because, you. Because I think you could do all that stuff for a week, a, two weeks, maybe even six weeks. But 12 weeks down the line, I think you're going to be right back in a right. hole if you don't address the problems. And I'm in the same place. Like this week reminded me definitely like, hey, you still have things you need to be on top of and work through. Maybe it's time that you think about talking to uh, somebody again. And if Which has been hard for me because I had the same therapist for sure. you know 17 years or whatever, right? So I get that intimidation and I'm right there with you. So I think that those are the things and not just talking to you, but everybody out there, like we don't get in these positions because like life is perfect. Right. And what is, if you watch any one of those like legit shows about weight loss or any kind of issue is if you don't tackle, like we watch the hoarding show a lot and it's always interesting when the psychologist talks to the hoarder of really like trying to go back to that unknown trauma or something that happened that they that changed their life to the and that curve took them to that point and if one thing that this our journey together that started out about running a marathon and it was so simple right we're going to fuck we're going to become better and we're going to start training and all of a sudden we're going to become marathoners again that we've truly gone on in my opinion a much different journey than I ever anticipated and what I will get out of this podcast will be the ability to acknowledge accept and seek help in the underlying whatever it is that caused all this stuff on the outside 
that affects the like to truly go through the barriers to figure out the why, not necessarily the how. Right? I know the right. how. I need the why. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I love it. That's that's great. And I think for some people like us, I think we need traditional therapists to, to help work that through that. Some others may not, right? Like maybe they don't have the trauma necessarily. They could work through it on something like Noom or other, you know, online apps that kind of help you just define like, oh, yeah, I did grow. You know, maybe the reason I'm taking so much food is because growing up, Everybody always said, oh, is that all you're going to eat? That's not enough. You know, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have more for you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I grew up. Like, it was always more, 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 more. Right. And I'm not blaming it. I'm I'm just saying, like, okay, that's normal for me. Right? So, I like, I had to redefine what normal is. Like, hey, normal isn't you eat 12 meatballs in a sitting. That's not normal. <laughs> right? Like... Yes, I saw it in my family, and yeah. it happened, right? But that's not normal, yeah, right? Well, so I mean, my redefining some of my, that. My my one of my grandmothers used to give me a. She used to aunt like if you get the Philadelphia cream cheese in the box and you get the foil, she would undo like pull the foil apart and cut the cream cheese in a cube and give me that as a snack with an open pack of like cold cuts, like you know corned beef. When I'd come up from her pool at Winston Towers, right? I I, that I delicious. could still eat a wedge of cream cheese today, <laughs> right? The big vegan guy. Oh, you got cream cheese? Hump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's it's it's good. I mean, but getting to our our baselines to understand like what we've got to do to make sure that it doesn't continue, I think is is huge. Yeah. And you know, I'm I can tell you that I'm. You know, I talked about weight loss being a goal in the last show. I really couldn't get my mind around it, but I'm starting to come to that. Like, okay, you know, doctor was pretty clear. Inflamed bursts has happened on on people who are thinner, but when you're heavier, it's yeah. gonna and I really happen. More. I have a ton of back problems right now, and um, it's all weight related. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, dude. Yeah. Big week. I mean, we got we got a lot of a lot of stuff to unpack, you know, going forward, but I mean, I think that weighing in each week, kind of keeping each other up to date is a a good way to do this and you know, if anybody wants to 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 join in just on the accountability part, you know, yeah, we're here. Sarah, it doesn't have to be public. Yeah, Sarah reached out just, to me the other day. I I think I totally in my mind I responded, uh, but I think in reality, <laughs> I I did. I did not. So Sarah with an H, I apologize. And she always says that on her podcast. So Sarah with an H, I apologize. I hope you're doing well. I appreciate the uh, the the message, and I'll write you back. Yeah, we'll ping her back after uh, after we're done. And uh, yeah, but reach out. I mean, you've got you've got people on the journey with you. So happy to. Yeah, I love I love the conversations. A few people that you know consistently chime in and, and and stuff and you know i have a, a a friend uh she has a youtube channel and she's uh 36 with ovarian we think it's ovarian cancer and she's vlogging her experience but you just you never know like you really got to do the best you can and you know every day you, you never know what's going to happen and and support each other and and do what you can you know be better absolutely be better today and tomorrow <laughs> can only control right now um yeah very cool well anything else you got before we wrap her up no, i think that was a good talk i'm glad we got it in i like talking yeah to for you. sure not many people i like talking <laughs> to that <laughs> got you buddy yeah i mean it probably works because it's only once a week <laughs> yeah right uh, I tried to think if I had any oh you know what I did have one other thing so you know a while back we got uh, a fish for Michaela Yeah. and I'm not sure how much we talked about that on the show but we killed the first one because I didn't know what I was doing picking that one out yeah, yeah. 
Um, and it definitely was not a well fish when I got it home. So it's a, uh, we say beta. I know it's probably beta because there's two T's. Mm-hmm. Um, beta fish. And this one that we got, the second one, has been doing much better. And all of a sudden this week is, you know, got the big belly and <laughs> it's white. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I, I screwed up again. Yeah. Why don't you just so, get a tank? Uh, like a big tank? Yeah. Well, like a 10 gallon, get some cool glowfish. Yeah. Well, anyway, we've got <laughs> a small glowfish tank, uh, just a couple gallon tank with the beta in it, which now I, I've learned that you should have at least a five gallon tank. We're, we're thinking about upgrading. Um, but I, I think we, I think I, I actually fixed the fish with the strategy. There you go. That we put in place. We get home tonight from Arby's. And I, I look at the tank, and I'm like, I don't, I don't see his belly sticking out. I'm like, is this fish okay? I'm like, oh my gosh, I think this fish is okay. You're the fish whisperer. Well, I, look, dude, I'm normally the one killing plants, killing fish. Like, this isn't on purpose. Yeah, there's a. This is just what we. There's do. a reason why we don't have one plant in our house. And that just reminded me of what I did. On Father's Day. I cannot believe I forgot this. (laughs) My Father's Day gift was, you know, because I'm a child, I love Lego. Yeah. I I will build Lego. I could turn the camera around for you right now, and there's this Lego everywhere. Uh, My Adidas sneaker is over there, you know, black and white, white with black stripes. The, But they got me a Lego. It was the Lego succulents. So finally a plant I can't kill. (laughs) Yeah, I'll put a I'll put a picture in uh, when I post the episode. I'll put a picture like in the comments or on there. It's a it's unbelievable how realistic it looks. At That's Lego. awesome. It's really. Cool. I want to build a whole. So I actually spent. Go ahead. I said I want to build a whole Lego city with Bray. Oh, I I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and like, Bray and I have done a ton of Legos together, but I was always like. When we would build these huge firehouses or police stations, I always thought about gluing them. And everyone's like, nah, they're Legos. They're meant to be played with. And now they're all destroyed. I don't have the books. The pieces are everywhere. So we he's got a couple um, like really cool cars and helicopters and stuff. But I don't have anywhere to display them. And he built a little London carnival scene or London oh, skyscraper. And uh, yeah. so that was pretty cool. But I do I do like Lego, but they're so expensive. Like I'd love to buy yeah. like a, like do or like a Christmas village. I know I you know I shouldn't be talking about how Jewish I am, but then I want to build a Christmas village <laughs> out of Lego. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hear you though. I mean I I I just love so I actually sat there for a few hours outside building that Lego. It was perfect for me. Yeah, nice. Like, you know, She's playing. Gretchen's reading a book. I'm building Lego. But isn't that it what was, the day's about? It was nice. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I and I had just built... I know you're not a Star Wars person. Maybe Farrakha will appreciate this, but I just built uh, the uh, land speeder. Um, Luke uh, Luke Skywalker's land speeder from, from Star Wars. So... But what's the, that was what's a, the Christmas thing? Like the 25 days, the calendar thing? You know what I'm talking about? Advent calendar? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got Bray the Lego one this yeah, year. Yeah, those, those are cool. So, and then he get a little, what is is it 25 days? And then yeah. every day uh, you open the little yeah. box and they get like a little Lego thing. See, we're, we're yeah, part, we play both. We yeah. play both tribes in December. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that way you get the best of both worlds. Oh, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah, I've got. I'd like a Death Star. Got, I'll say that. Well, or the Millennium that cool. Falcon. That'd be really cool that to build. Thing is, that is cool. Yeah, we've thought about that. We got Gretchen a, a little while back. I'm not sure if we mentioned when we, when we recorded. We got her the, the Disney Princess Castle, mm-hmm. Cinderella's Castle to build. She hasn't started it yet, but, you know, she has work to do. What's she I waiting I've for? Built... She only works 20 hours a day. I know. It's... <laughs> She's kind of lazy. Come on, Gretchen. Lazy. <laughs> she, she doesn't listen to this, so I can call her whatever I want. It's great. It makes me so feel so good that I replaced her and I don't even get to listen. 
Yeah, well, great confidence, Gretchen. Thank you. She doesn't listen to me anyway. Yeah. So anyway, all right, we should wrap it up. <laughs> I'm getting a little, a little slap happy after I remembered Lego. I could sit here and talk about Lego all day. Next so. time, our uh, new, our new right, podcast well, for Thursdays. Yeah, there we go. All right, let's wrap her up. You've been listening to episode 148 of the Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago, Chapter 19. The music is "You Got Me Wrong" by Safar. Reach out to Dave and I because you got a couple of friends whether you know it or not. Other than that, everyone get out there and be better today. 